0: What's up, Hawks fans? Welcome to this March 16, 2019 edition of Sweater Weather, the Chicago Blackhawks podcast. My name is Luke. I'm joined once again, as always, by Abe. How's it going, Abe?
1: Not bad today.
0: Good. How are you? Great. Great. Um, Still playing through Bioshock.
1: Nice. Well, the first one still, or
0: yeah, I'm playing through the first one. But uh, actually, I I got a lot of a lot of balls in the air right now because. Uh, um a lot of a lot of plates in the air. Let's go with that one. Um because uh how
1: about pucks in the air.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean I <laughs> it's I a hockey puck. You podcast. don't like juggle pucks, but um uh yeah, I'm playing Bioshock. I'm also working on so I uh I, I told you this, but um uh I, I was listening to this other podcast about video games and they were talking about how Sony just stopped production of the PlayStation Vita and that kind of inspired me to dig mine out and uh try to squeeze some life out of it before you know like before it's like a dead for good or whatever and um uh I fired it up and my memory card was corrupted and my battery was just in awful condition so I bought a new memory card and I bought a battery uh a replacement battery and um <clears throat> I I fixed it up and I started playing uh Tearaway again And, uh, I'm working on getting the Platinum Trophy and Tearaway. Uh, in addition to that, I'm also kind of playing, um, I'm kind of playing Rezogun. Okay. Just, uh, like, I kind of go back to that game every, every couple of months or so. I'll play a little bit. It's just, you know, it's, uh, it's therapeutic in, like, a stressful kind of way. (laughs) Um.
1: Minecraft is my go-to. Yeah? Just when I feel like playing something chill and just having to chill out.
0: Yeah. (coughs) I probably play Minecraft every, like... For like a week straight, like once every three years.
1: I played the shit out of it when it was in alpha, way back in like, what, 2010, 2011 or so? Oh, so long ago. Yeah. I actually was just looking through some old YouTube videos that I had, and I found a couple of recordings from Minecraft when it was in alpha. Oh
0: (laughs) my god. Never dig straight down.
1: Yep. So it's the first rule of Minecraft.
0: Uh, okay, so we don't have... We don't have a lot of Hawks-related stuff for you guys this week, unfortunately. Um, so we're... This, this podcast is probably going to be pretty brief. Um, so number one we got here... Uh, we're just going to recap some of the games from recently. Uh, the Blackhawks beat the Dallas Stars 2-1. to one. They're currently on a four-game winning streak. Um we I think we'd all kind of gotten to a point where we'd written this team off of actually making the playoffs because you know they went like like ten and two in like a twelve game stretch and everyone was uh everyone was riding high on the on the playoff train and now then they they regressed to what like they went like two and seven or something like that I don't know they they had yeah, they a had really a really bad stretch they had a bad stretch and they lost to some bad teams their playoff chances dropped all the way down to what was it 3%? Um, let's see. So I always reference the Athletic's model. The Athletic had them, um, I think their best playoff chance recently was like 20 or 25%. Uh, they dropped down to, I think, 5% at one point or 3% something. I'm actually going to real <coughs> I, quick. I think it was 3 <clears throat> Yeah, something like that. I actually want to see. That was, pr- that was right there. before the win streak
1: started. All
0: right, I want to see what it's at now. Uh Blackhawks, they're wow, fifteen percent chance of making the playoffs right now. Jeez. Fifteen. Uh five percent chance of getting to round two. One percent chance of getting to round three. Uh 0.4% of chance of making the Stanley Cup final, and point one percent chance of winning the Stanley Cup. Uh with Tampa Bay sitting at the top at twenty-three percent chance of winning the Stanley Cup. So uh basically the lightning have a 1 in 4 chance of winning the Stanley Cup. But of yeah. course, people've also said that about you know past Washington Capitals teams that have won the the President's Trophy and then gone on to lose in the second round to the Penguins or something. Um by the way, the last like the last like 3 years in a row or uh I forget what it was. There's some stat out there that's like Every time the, the Capitals and the Penguins meet in the postseason, the, uh at least in like the Avechkin Crosby era, uh the team that wins that series goes on to win the Stanley Cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm I'm just looking up. So this is from back on February twenty second. So this is from Bovada. Mm-hmm. For the odds right now for Stanley Cup. Um Tampa place your Bay best. so Tampa Bay is plus two twenty-five right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In second place, it's Calgary and San Jose Calgary, San Jose, and Toronto at plus seven hundred. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: And
1: then the Jets are at seven fifty, the Bruins are at twelve hundred. As well as the Predators, the Islanders are at plus fourteen hundred. Penguins are at plus sixteen hundred, and then the Blues at top plus eighteen hundred. That was even after the Blues hot streak, or in the midst of it. <clears throat> That's pretty crazy.
0: Um, I think I think Detroit and New Jersey have been eliminated from uh, playoff contention. I'm just looking at the Athletics graph here. They got a check mark next to Tampa, and then Jersey, uh, Detroit, and Ottawa are all grayed out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that those two had been eliminated. I knew that Ottawa had been eliminated. Um, <clears throat> so, still waiting on some more teams to clinch here.
1: Uh, yeah, the West is going to be really interesting this last couple weeks.
0: Yeah, that could be decided in the last couple games. Um, okay, so the Hawks beat the Stars 2-1. to one. Uh, Surprisingly, the... The Hawks played actually a pretty good defensive game uh that night. Uh Debrinkit and Camp each scored one goal. Rudolov scored for the Stars. Uh the game ended with thirty-nine shots for the Blackhawks and twenty-seven for the Stars. Um yeah, surprisingly like a good defensive game overall. Uh I wouldn't have uh read too much into that game alone because the Hawks had some games like earlier in the season, like against the Ducks and against the Kings. Early on, the, that game we they, went to
1: against the Prides,
0: yeah, but well, I they played really pretty good defense. I I guess it, they there were sorry, I thought the cat jumped on the table, he's just he's on the couch. Um, they they had a couple of games where they were they were playing good defensively and they were shutting down bad teams like good teams should, uh, but yeah, they looked really good against the stars, uh, and then. They played the Coyotes, who they spanked 7-1. to uh, Richard Panik scored a quick goal in the first period against the Blackhawks, his former team. Brendan Perlini ended the night with a hat trick. Um, Jonathan Taves scored his 30th goal of the season on a penalty shot. And then Kane, Kunitz, and Saad each had one goal to uh, fill out the rest of those seven goals. Uh, the game ended 34-25 to shots on goal in favor of the Hawks. And, uh, it was just another solid defensive effort overall. It's back-to-back defensive, like, good defensive games. Um, it was kind of a surprise to see from the Hawks. Uh, and these are two teams who are not bad. Uh, or, they're not, they're not good. They're not bad. They're, but they're, you know, threatening, I guess. Yeah. Well, Arizona right now is in a wild card spot. <clears throat> yeah. Like, so. these are, these are two playoff caliber teams. Um... So it's, you can't, I'm not ready to say that the Hawks are good again, but uh, based on the play from those two games against those two particular teams, I think that you can read some, you can, you know, you can gather some positives from those games. Um, And then, uh, so that that good defensive play kind of carried into the first two periods against Toronto the other night. Um, the Hawks were absolutely dominant in the first. Uh, I don't remember the shots on golf in the first period. but It was ridiculous, uh, but, but yeah. The, the, the Hawks ended the first period with a four-goal lead. Uh, Keith, Perlini, Cahoon, and Saad each scored in that first period. Uh, early in the second period, Debrinkit scored to make it 5-0. Uh, Johnson scored also in the second period for the Maple Leafs to make it 5-1. Um, our second period was solid. I think the Maple Leafs outshot us in that period, but, like, we still looked pretty good. Um, after the second period, going into the third, uh, Crawford came down with, uh, some kind of illness. Or, he was battling through it the entire game, but he said that it was it was unbearable by that third period. So, he left. I said it was the poops. Delia came in. <laughs> it's always the poops. Uh, Delia came in. Um... Toronto outshot the Hawks in the third period 29-12. So, like, credit to them where it's due, because they came back and they really, they really pushed for that win. They didn't get it, but they pushed for it. Um, so Matthews, Riley, and Tavares uh, each scored in the third period, bringing it to 5-4. To uh, at one point late in the third period, the net came dislodged during a high-pressure situation in the Hawks' zone. Leading to some controversy over whether or not Delia had intentionally dislodged it. Did you see the video of this? Yes. I definitely
1: think it was intentional. You think it was intentional? I think so. Because there was nobody near him when he kind of like put, gently pushed it
0: off. See, this, I find it funny because it doesn't matter which camp you're in, whether you think it was intentional or whether you think it wasn't, it seems like everybody is. Absolutely sure of it. No one, everyone thinks that the other side is like, like you have to be blind to think that way. Uh, I actually think that it was not intentional. I think it was not intentional because just the way that, uh, like, just if you watch, I, I I must have watched the video like fifty times um, of of just that play where he uh, where he backs into the net and he kind of does like. It's a standard play that goaltenders will do, where the puck is in the corner, and then you know he's pressed up against the the side, like cutting off those those angles there. Um, the if we're assuming that the net was uh, uh, properly affixed to the moorings, then. He would have had to apply. He would have. He would have had to have applied some upward force on it to lift it out. Mm-hmm. But there was no upward force at all. He was like just backing uh, horizontally into the net, and it pushed off horizontally. He didn't lift it at any point. Um, so his skates dug into it. You can see he's got his blocker hand, like dug into the ice to take off, like to cut off those low angles. So there's not. It's Like, you could maybe argue that from above it looked like he had lifted it off and then pushed it Mm -hmm. with his foot. But I I just didn't see it. There's even a... There's even a small... um, There's a point a couple seconds prior to the net actually coming off when he grazed it with his rear right foot where, like, if you look closely you can see that it moved a little which tells me that it was probably loose. Uh... There was a uh, some kind of Twitter account that's like uh, Maple Leafs related. They found um, a play that was like a couple minutes prior to the net actually becoming dislodged, where a player collided with Delia and like really like shook the net loose. Um,
1: Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. It looks like he's just backing up into it, and it.
0: Now obviously you and i we're we're biased we're we're more likely to to see uh you know like the the result that that uh shows our team in a more positive light, which is that you know Delia did not intentionally do it um obviously we're biased, but i do f- i like, i really feel like he didn't do it on purpose
1: okay so i, I- I'm I'm still looking at it. So, you know how usually when it comes out, there's that, like, little rubber, like, tube that sticks out, and usually if mm-hmm. it pops out, it's, like, bent?
0: Yeah. Like, it's not even there. Hmm. So, I wonder if it broke. Maybe, maybe I don't know, I didn't see them bring out a new one or anything. Because but... it really came off so easy. There's... It, it really did. It's it's not like he, like, backed into it really hard. Because, you know, if you hit the net hard enough, it will just come uh, dislodged. Right. But Delia, he made just a standard play where he where he uh, hugged the corner there. What oh, was that sound? I thought that was a dog growling. Um it was a fridge. Oh, was it the fridge? <laughs> There's a dog in my fridge. Um, oh, I I misspelled Blackhawks here. I spelled black hacks. <laughs> Um, that's probably actually more clever than Blackhawks, which is what you know the a lot of like non-Blackhawks fans like to call us by the little less creative ones. Um, so I really think that Delia did not mean to dislodge the net. Feel free to let us know how you guys feel about it.
1: Yeah. So I take back. It definitely did look like an accident. Yeah. Like from what I saw, it it definitely looked intentional but now after watching it a few times it definitely looks like it was an accident.
0: Yeah, I just I if he meant it, if he meant to do it then like he like hit it really well. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't think uh he did. Um actually I I just found it this isn't going to be helpful to uh anyone listening to the uh to the podcast here. But I'm gonna send you a link. To oh crap, I can type. Uh, I'm gonna send you a link here. This is a video of, um, or it's a gif. No, it's a video. It's a video of the alleged play where it maybe came loose. it to Oh, you just like Facebook right before, Legendary. right? Um, it's it's shortly before. Uh. There's not like a game clock or anything, but like. <clears throat> Delia collides with... What's this guy's name? Moore? Yeah. He collides with Moore. And um, they really shook the the net on their uh, collision there. So I could see that as maybe being where it happened. Anyway, uh, without dwelling on this too much. Um, at the end of the game, the Hawks gave up 47 shots on goal in total. Answering with 39 of their own. Um, now, the Hawks the Hawks putting up 39 shots on goal is actually pretty consistent with the last couple of games. And um, had the Maple Leafs not like really came out on fire in that third period, I think it, the game probably would have looked pretty similar to the last two against Dallas and Arizona. Obviously, uh, Toronto's a much higher caliber team than those two. But um, the the defense has been trending in a good direction lately. And I'm... I'm looking forward to tonight's game against Montreal to see if we can keep that up. Yeah i I think though I think they can win tonight. Yeah, Montreal's not you know, the greatest team, but they're
1: they have Carey Price though.
0: Yeah, they got they got Carey Price. They got a couple guys who can score. They're I think they're in a playoff position right now. Okay. Um. So, I'm not I'm not going to write them off. I'm not going to think that we can go in there and steamroll them or anything. I don't think that we can go into any arena and steamroll that team. I mean, we almost lost to the Ducks. We lost to the Kings. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? Um, Moving on. just real quick. Yeah.
1: I, like, the one thing I will say, the Hawks' defense, (coughs) that onslaught that they survived in those, like, final, what was it, three and a half, four minutes of the Toronto game Mm -hmm. was just ridiculous like I'm actually surprised that Toronto didn't tie it up
0: yeah I was super nervous like
1: there was one chance that I think it was when um, Delia kind of like kicked the puck where it just bounced just a little bit I think it was over Austin Matthews' stick mm-hmm. he didn't catch it clean enough to give it a good whack that would have oh yeah into the wide open net
0: yeah I saw that I, I saw that replay it's just it was really just apparent so that close if if it hadn't bounced over Matthew's stick, that would have been it. Yeah, because uh, he had a wide open net. Delia did not look great in that period.
1: Well, he got thrown uh, into it and out of right. nowhere. So. Right, he got
0: you know he got thrown in cold and uh, like I, he what we put up it was it was five one at the end of the second period and uh, he, yeah he gave up three goals. You know he was probably probably putting his feet up by that point and. Thinking like, oh, I'm not going to go into this game. This is this is fine, but mm-hmm. not not to you know make too many excuses for him. I just I feel like he didn't play very well. He wasn't seeing the puck. He was he was stumbling all over the crease. I just it was not his strongest game. It it didn't look like you know late December, early January Delia that had <laughs> us all optimistic about his future with the organization. Yeah, being our future number one. He still could be, but he needs more seasoning,
1: I think. Yeah, and then was it right? Af- was it the day after the game that he got he got sent down to Rockford?
0: News item number five: Cam Dealy <laughs> has been reassigned to the Rockford Icehawks. Um. Yeah. So it sounds like Cam Ward is back from his knee injury. Sounds like he's all right, uh, which is good because Cam Ward has been playing very well lately. So I think, uh, and uh, Crawford has. You know, he was pretty shaky in, like, the game against Anaheim and the game against uh, L.A., but uh, Crawford's the kind of player who... He really handles adversity really well. He almost takes it as, like, a challenge, I think. he uh, Like, the worse he plays, the better he ends up playing, almost. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that he's really bounced back very well. So, um, uh, you know, let's hope that he doesn't suffer any more concussions and uh, let's hope that uh, <sighs> let's hope yeah something, I don't know, lost my train of thought but yeah, Crawford's looking good again and I think that a Crawford-Ward tandem is going to be a strong asset for us to have especially if we do end up making the playoffs yeah uh, which I'm, we're, we're not, not to jinx it, jinxes aren't real shut up uh, number 6 uh, with Kanan DeBrinkett each scoring north of 30 goals, and Taves is it Taves's, or you just say Taves? Taves's? T- Probably with, Taves's. With Taves's 30th goal coming on the penalty shot against Arizona this season is the first time that the Blackhawks have had three 30 goal scorers in the same season since the 2000, 2001 season when uh, Amante, I spelled it Amanto, uh, Tony Amante, Sullivan, and Days did it. I have no idea who Sullivan and days are that Me either. way before my time as a Hawks fan. And clearly um, there's maybe there's like one like really old Hawks fan listening to this right now. who's like, I know those guys. I saw those guys. Shut the hell up. Get out of here. Um, and then uh, last item we have here. Blackhawks have signed Philip Kershaw to a three year entry level contract. Um, I found this website called uh, Dabberprospects.com um they've got they've got this i think it's a proprietary stat called p n h l e which um kind of projects a player's expected pro- ju- uh, production at the nhl level and they project him to be like i'd probably like a middle six forward um <clears throat> uh based on current projections it looks like he'd score about 41 points at the uh at the NHL level so uh <sighs> sorry sorry I'm, uh, I'm tired i got up early for um my hockey lesson <clears throat> we're doing a lot of stick and puck today <clears throat> um yeah uh Kureshev, i think he's one of our best offensive prospects right now up there with, um, Evan Barrett, uh, so, it's, uh, it's great to have him signed on, and, uh, it's, it's good because that gives us some, some flexibility over his, uh, uh, over his development in the coming years.
1: Yeah. Is that, am I looking at that right? Okay, here we
0: go. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at his
1: stats and, uh, QMJHL. Oh, yeah. This season. 62 points in 58 games. That's not bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, 28 goals and 30 forces. Yeah, so at... at and 33, at 33 penalty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at the, in the QMJHL, he's above... He's a little above a... It's about a, a point per game player. Um, again, you could probably expect that to decrease quite a bit at the NHL level. Uh, so that's about it. That's about all we have for this week. Uh, we're not going to be doing a podcast next week because I will be in Denver. I'm going to go see the Hawks play the Avalanche. Um, and uh, probably well, you know what they do in Denver. <laughs> um, watch hockey? <laughs> they watch hockey. That's what they do. I'd never admit to doing any bad stuff. Um So that's all we've got. Um, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, you can tweet at us. We're at SweaterPod on Twitter. Uh, let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections. If we fuck anything up, let us know. We will uh, we'll read your corrections on air, as long as they're not stupid or even more false than uh, our actual fuck-ups. So um, we'll see you later now. All right. Bye. Bye.